and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, chess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on? Everybody in the club getting tipsy. That Jaquan. Good morning. Happy, like, official full-blown baseball playoffs. I know that's a weird way to say it, but the wild card is over. We're going to the full division series. Our matchups are set. Uh, producer BBD and myself with you. We are in the playoff grind. Um, we sleep when we're dead. We drink when we're women. We BBD, how are, how are you, man? How are you? Doing well. Hell had a had a nice walk into work today. New commute is cool. Uh, and, and and there's another reason I'm doing great that you'll hear about in one of our later segments of the show. Wow, BBD, the secrets to greatness reveal. Uh, I see everyone in the chat right now. Josh, Rusty, Legolas. Wow, love your arrow work. Maxwell, Sam, Tom, everyone. You guys are the best. Thank you. Won't do a game of the night. I guess there'd be dueling baseball games of the night two days ago. You already know our last official Yankees funeral for the year. Uh, the Yankees went shipping up to Boston. Whoa. And they lost again. Um, man, it's really sad. We did, uh, we did talk in Yanks. Uh, and it's all laid out there. This team didn't feel like it um, for a while. For a while, they gave us a, a month and a half of fun, which was cool. Outside of that, it was, it was just a weird Yankee Yankee year. Don't get me wrong. If you're a spoiled Yankees fan person, I get it. I I understand it. I like we like the Knicks. Yeah. Um. So I understand, you know, the Yankees having a winning record every year since 91 or whatever it is, uh, how crazy that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, this Yankees team they had, they were the American League World Series favorites. Wheels just kind of never came on. I don't even know. I was going to say the I wheels think, came I guess in August from then on they the wheels were on, but they had an awful stretch still at the beginning of September. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's so many just bad comparisons coming in my head. Um, One of the people that does the Yankee stuff, I, I get it. They won 92 games and on paper. Kind of crazy that we're saying it was the least the least pleasant Yankee season like in our lives. Mm. I mean, I don't think I'm... Expectation I mean, wise, because of the expectation. Expectation wise, there's a like, conversation made. Like 2013, 14, 15. Like one of the most under underachieving teams 
in yeah. recent Yankee history. That's kind of fair. Like I suppose to an ex- like didn't I guess like the two thousand Yankees technically were underachieving. They ended up winning because they got hot. Right. and they got to the playoffs, but they don't, didn't they only win like eighty eight games or something. Yeah, they the the division two, was bad. Two thousand Yankees had a bad regular season, but they had a team filled with guys that have won multiple championships before. already. They just they'd already won three. So that's. Last. Years. Kind of that Yankee stereotype of like, oh, you wouldn't want to run into the Yankees. Like in 2000, absolutely. That's like the Astros now, basically, yeah. or the Dodgers. Um, but uh, yeah, and I mean Boone. We'll see. The contract is up. Uh, that's how they walked away from Girardi. Um, there and, have been I some think the quotes. Yankees love having having the ability to say that we didn't fire him. I do, and that's where that's where things get tricky because you know we we've been seeing some of the quotes come out, and you try to read through the tea leaves, and at the same time, Boone has a good argument. Like the, I think the team averages ninety eight wins per per one sixty two with him or whatever. Um, that being said, the postseason stuff has come up short. This most recent regular season has come up short. The past. Couple years has kind of been a decline, and I guess my other thing is like, what kind of contract would they even offer Boone? I mean, he's not going to sign a one-year deal to just like be a a duck, kind of. Yeah, they need to ha- give him a real contract. Which, like, managers don't get. You give him yeah. a one-year deal, it's basically saying like, win the World Series or bust. And this team currently isn't that. And like, if you're Boone, I don't think you'd want to walk into that. So. I think there are a lot of changes coming for the Yankees. We're going to have all offseason to talk about it. Um, Gary Sanchez probably gone. Luke Voigt. Um, I think DJ will be going to first or third, which that changes your free agency a little bit. You're probably looking at a shortstop. Um, and then, yeah, I guess Aaron Hicks will be coming back. There's They still have outfield bodies. Is guard dog done? He had a quote after the season that like he doesn't want to be, and he played a ton of games this year. And I mean, he ultimately does like have the player option on his contract. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a fake one. We talked about it all, all last offseason right. that it was to manipulate salary stuff. But and if he, ultimately, if it's just gun to his head, you want to be back at this number, he can decide to. Yeah, and they kind of hate him because I mean, yeah, they have kind of a full outfield yes, package with everybody, but. Do you think all four of no. the other guys are starting the season on the active roster? No, no. and even and even then, one of them is going to DH any given day. And I don't love them in the outfield for 162. So, Yankees are going to have a lot of questions. Seeing resign Rizzo in the chat? Question mark. I don't know. Like I, I don't think the door is closed. I think that would depend a lot more on Anthony Rizzo's free agent suitors. I think there's going to be a bigger market for him outside of the Yankees. But, you know, I think the lefty bats are going to play. I think they showed that. Ideally, athleticism, so Rizzo's kind of out there. And DJ's going to have to play first or third. So, hey, that's kind of heavy talking Yank stuff. And they're the team that lost. And Garrett Cole, their ace, got lit up. And didn't have it. The team that did show up at their home stadium... Because they beat this team in the regular season And they had the same record 
The Yankees had a lot of games they could have easily won. I know Boston fan. Any baseball team has games you think you could have won, but oh boy. The Yankees had a lot more, and the game would have been in the stadium. Significant. Especially when there's a giant wall in left field. Anyways, Boston Red Sox. Expectations coming into this year. None. Fourth. Third place. Everyone thought... I guess a lot of people thought the Blue Jays were going to take a step. They took an even bigger step than than everyone thought. Yeah. That was going to be Leapfrog in Boston. And maybe Leapfrog in Tampa, too. But, uh, no. Yeah, no, I mean, Nathan Evaldi, he deserves a ton of credit. I said this on Talking Baseball the other day. Like, you know, the storylines move quick and we forget them. I mean, he was Boston's... He was a huge part of their 2018... Championship. I mean, especially that that World Series game where he threw ninety pitches and in extra innings. He wasn't supposed to pitch that day, but Boston, him doing that saved them probably four four other pitchers. Um, and they pushed their pitching staff so hard in that World Series. Um, to here he is, he gets the contract. People are like, "Whoa, Nathan Avaldi!" They're looking at the career numbers. Blah blah blah. Two TJs. Two TJs, um, and now the contract looks like a steal. I mean, only one year left of it. It's kind of you've gotten all the value out of it already. This year's a bonus, and that next year's a bonus. That and some. So, yeah, he uh, he outduels Garrett Cole. Um, their bullpen does enough. The Yankees, as the Judge throw it at home plate, Schwarber and Rizzo both homer. That's fun. Uh, Devers and Bogarts, man. I mean, talk about your righty, lefty, left side of the infield combo. Um, Verdugo, always a tough at-bat. Red Sox advance to play the Rays. They play game one tonight. Erod versus Shane McClanahan. Rays are sick. McClanahan, Boz, and Rasmussen are their current projected starters. I don't know. Seems like they do the whole thing differently, and it works. Um, Erod, Sale, and Evaldi. So interested to see. I don't. Do we know their head-to-head this season at all? Is it um, the easiest spot to find that? And I would assume Rays at least won more of the games. Rays just, just win a lot of damn baseball games. Um, yes. Also got. I guess I got to figure out uh, how bad the JD injury is. It had to be probably more forthcoming yeah. about it now with a full series. Yeah, and they uh, they probably need to announce roster today. Yeah, at some point, I would assume right? maybe by the end of the show we'll have some roster stuff. Yeah, and man, Boston, that lineup. I've said this on Talking Baseball a lot. That's that's this Red Sox team identity. When Schwarber, Kike, Devers, Bogarts, Verdugo, Renfro, um, ideally JD Martinez or Bobby Dahlbeck, to go through that lineup two three times is really really hard. Um, Rays were eleven and eight against Boston. Eleven and eight Same against, against Boston. Um, and yeah, I mean the Red Sox. Hey, Pavetta's in the pen now. Looked like he's got some good stuff. Garrett Whitlock is back. He's had a crazy year. Uh, again, was in the Yankees organization. Rule five trade pick. Um, oh, I don't know. Red Sox Rays like. I don't even know what's the vibe in that series Because if you're the Rays 
you know, you still have the Rays mentality. Like, Boston still has a massive payroll, bigger stars, but yeah. you're a better team. Um, So, like, I'm sure the Rays are the favorite, but are do they think that? Or, I don't know. The Rays are so weird. Yeah. At least in glass now on Rose Rotation. Uh, yeah, like he, me- he mentioned, a lot of... A lot of the guys might be more. Just Boston's a tough lineup to face. They yeah. they know all that. Um, and I, I would assume like in like big picture, it's a similar vibe for them as the Yankees. If I assume had more more like specific like flare ups of stuff with the Yankees over the last four years. Mm. How many of the guys on the race have been there all four years? Or how about this? Um, I, and maybe this is a dumb question, but. If the Red Sox win game one, which is Erod versus McClanahan, like it's not like you're staring at that, like, whoa, what are the Red Sox going to do? If they win game one, are the Red Sox favored to win the series? Hmm. Like, yeah, right? Yeah, I'd assume it's at least. I mean, five games set. I know that's a little, that's a little tricky and a little easy, but if Boston wins one of the first two games, are they favored to win the series? I don't know. Because then you're going back to Boston and all that stuff. So, AL East Battle, I believe, will be live streaming for this game tonight. I'm um, 95% sure it'll be that one. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll uh, we'll see what goes on there. More recently, last night we were streaming. Trevor Plough in the office. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers played the St. Louis Cardinals, the Birds. Uh, and what was what was kind of the game we asked for it to be? Uh, Wayne over Scherzer, the old men on the mound. Love that book. Scherzer uh, gets pulled earlier. They go to the bullpen. They go to Joe Kelly in a spot they like. There's a funny handshake on the mound. Dave Roberts takes the ball. That's a good clip. Go look that up if you haven't seen it. Joe Kelly does his job, gets out of it. Uh, Wayno goes. And Wayno does his thing. The only guy, um, Wayno gets pulled before seeing Justin Turner for a third time, uh, because Justin Turner did hit a home run off of him, a nice home run, Purdy home run. Uh, but it was kind of weird because uh, Wainwright was up to hit the inning before that, and they let him hit. So they let Wayno see two batters. I think one got on base. And then they went to their bullpen, and credit to their bullpen, the Cardinals, they had a couple guys just look absolutely disgusting. Um, That this game remained 1-1. You know, every pitch matter, can't make a mistake. Uh, One outing by Luis Garcia. Gallegos comes in, looks really good. And then that's where some of the, if you didn't hear about this, this was in the press conference after the game, Gallegos, who had been a dominant closer for St. Louis, uh, he pitched an inning, and then he hurt his nail. So he was done pitching. They sent him back out to the mound because they knew at that point of the game Dave Roberts would counter with a lefty. So without him intending to pitch... St. Louis kind of won the battle there. They go to their lefty, McFarlane. Um, he looks pretty solid. He comes in. He's doing his thing. Um, the uh, bat that kind of changes all of it 
Uh, Belly gets a walk against McFarlane. Good at bat. Steals second. They went to the bullpen. They brought out Alex Reyes, who had been their closer. He was an all-star this year, I believe. He had a he had a zero ERA for the longest time, but he was just walking everyone. Not the guy the Cardinals fans wanted in that game. No Jack Flaherty. No Henesis Cabrera. Kim. I mean, Dakota Hudson. I know some of these names if you're a... <laughs> Cardinals fans, you're probably not excited for. Um, they give up the walk-off homer to Chris Taylor. Uh, Cardinals were also threatening the inning before. My guy Tyler O'Neill, Kenley Jansen mows him down with a beautiful high cutter. Um, this was a good game. I think the better team won. It was in L.A. Uh, the Cardinals had the lead. They had the one nothing lead. At, at the end of the day, I think if you're a Cardinals fan... You want you want to be mad and sad And hey, I just opened up with sad Yankee stuff And that team kind of ate bugs for a lot of the season They only scored on a wild pitch I forgot about that Because it was the first inning So like you literally You kind of didn't score um, You know, I, I know a lot of eyes are going to go to Reyes, he gives up the homer And you still can't do that And if he didn't, we'd be talking about a 1-1 game Going into extras um, But if you're a Cardinals fan I mean, Arenado had some some at-bats with runners out there O'Neal had some at-bats with runners out there Carlson um, I think Yachty early And it just never It just never happened um, So Cardinals win 3-1 to one. Was that the final? It was a two-run walk-off, right? Two-run walk-off Good for Chris Taylor I have some weird mixed emotions about Chris Taylor I used to not like his face And then I realized his face kind of looks like one of my friends And I was like, whoa It's kind of messed up It looks like a contorted version of my friend a little bit And I just like what he's about He changed his whole game to become a better baseball player He plays every position I think he's going to get a nice free agent contract this offseason uh, especially with how good Kike has been in Boston I think there's some transitive concepts there They came from the Dodgers They played every position The fact that Chris Taylor could like play center field if you need um, So, sorry Cardinals fans Sorry Yankees fans Not our year Cardinals kind of took the reverse route They flatlined for most of the year And then they came in you know, almost as hot as a baseball team can come in to the playoffs. Wayno did his part. Uh, yeah, I guess if I was a Cardinals fan waking up today, I wish they would have let Wayno go a little longer because then potentially that stretches out your bullpen and you don't have to get to Reyes. And if you went down with Wayno, I think you feel better than going down with Reyes. That's kind of the thought process there. Uh, but you also didn't score any runs. You know, I know Edmund Edmund kind of was punchy. It felt like Goldschmidt was having good at bats. Arenado and Tyler O'Neill and Carlson, he should be in the mix there. Um felt like they kind of didn't do it. Which now we said this last episode, BBD, I had our friend Ryan Sheedy reach out to me. He said, Hey, love your guys' chemistry. Wow. So that's hot. Um and then he was talking about the the Dodgers. DraftKings stuff was really interesting Because it was like if you like the Dodgers Get your bet in before the wild card So now I want to see what their World Series odds are Because I mean 
it's gotta be like they have to be big favorites to win it because they're basically a super team. I've been yelling that there's, for a, there's big a super team as we've like seen in baseball. Like, man, that roster, dude. It's just silly. I mean, yeah, you look at the Dynasty Yankees or whatever, I think in real time, and this is what it felt like. I mean, dude, I know Bauer's tough to talk about a lot of ways, but, like, he's a Cy Young winner, just not with the team right now. Um, Clayton Kershaw's out. He's one of the best pitchers of their, like, gener- our generation, and they still have the best pitching staff by far. Um... You take those guys off of any other team, and I just don't think that's it. Um, I'm trying to I think find. I have them. Uh, Dodgers still the favorite because they were the favorite before they won. Mm. Uh, it's plus two forty now. I believe it was like plus three fifty before the wild card game. Mm. It feels right in my head. Uh, then there's a gap. Astros, Rays, White Sox, Giants are all kind of in the same group. Yeah, Astros are kind of a big step ahead. They're plus five hundred second odds. <laughs> you know, I guess I thought it was going to jump up a little more than that. Yeah, but they are playing the Giants, Giants. who have technically been the best team in baseball all year. Um, I and hope from th- where they were, that's still a big jump. Yeah, and I hey, I hope that's a man. I wonder if they win game game one in San Fran. That just starts changing everything. Um, then. Muncie, Nate Steele in the chat, he is out Um, Yeah, I mean, that Dodgers roster, I I keep saying it Like, involve your injured players, involve their injured players However you want to do it Um, That team is not the same as your team Um, But Giants are kind of the one team that can prove that wrong Uh, Or if the White Sox were to get hot Or if the Rays are just sick, sick bastards Which they are, we know that uh, so that's kind of the baseball rundown Tonight is uh, So the afternoon game is White Sox Strohs Houston White Sox Strohs that's at 4 Yeah I know the Astros have Hated for a long time that they keep getting Afternoon playoff games But uh Here we are Here we are And 4 o'clock is different they've, they've gotten a lot of like the 2 o'clock slots Yeah in, in the past Let me know when Correa hits his walk off Will happen. Yeah. Um, Emerald Tuve. Mm. Something. God. That's going to be an interesting series. That's going to be. I think a lot of people. Obviously, you have the gen- general sports fan who knows about what Houston did and is just going to root against them. The White Sox also put together. Kind of the baseball team that baseball fans like. Like, they've got their big starting pitchers. They got fun bullpen guys. They've got a lineup. They got a core of their lineup that they roll out every day. Anderson, Robert, Abreu, Grandal, Eloy, Moncada. Um, you know, they've had a couple injuries, too, and have made some plays. They tra- traded Madrigal, my guy. Forgot he's on the Cubs now. Um, but, yeah, Rodon, Lynn, Giolito, Cease. Hendricks, Kimbrell, Bummer, Tapera, Kopech, Crochet. If the White Sox play how the White Sox should play, they should beat Houston. It's a playoff series, man. Um, 
And this Houston team's a bunch of sickos. Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, Gurriel, Correa, Tucker. I mean, that that lineup, if, if not, goes toe-to-toe with Chicago White Sox. I think you can make an argument it's better right now. And just about everyone's got more playoff experience than just about everyone on the White Sox. They got you know the series under their belt sure. last year, but... But yeah, I mean this team They won, some of these guys won a World Series They've been to the CS every year um, McCullers, Framber, Odorizzi, Urquidy, Garcia uh, I guess that's what I'd say Because, you know, one of those guys is going to kick to the bullpen We'll see if it's Urquidy or Odo Do they have their staff listed? It says they're going McCullers, Framber, Garcia So, I'm pretty sure they used Urquidy As their bullpen Help last year from the starting pitching I wouldn't be surprised if that happens again Piggyback somebody Presley and Graveman have been good And then if you need innings from I think Stanek or Yumi Garcia I don't think that's necessarily their ideal plan But we'll see I mean a lot of these guys have also pitched in playoff games Christian Javier, Brooks Raley uh, What's Grinky doing in their bullpen? I have no fucking clue <laughs> uh, So yeah, I just... I want to bet against Houston The Chicago White Sox can win I think their starting pitching after seeing that Just has to be so special And they can be It's a crazy talented pitching staff Rodon, Lynn, Giolito, Cease um, In a five game set Like I don't know I, I guess if you're looking for a, a take Or a gambling lean or anything I don't have it I just I wouldn't bet against Houston just betting against Houston specifically is a bad idea And the AL Central Like the internet Is a little aggressive calling it the division of frauds But it's kind of been like the the Twitter streets You know, nickname for that division Because it's like one team runs away with it They don't really get right. tested all year And they've been bounced in the first round of the playoffs Just about every year mm. um, But on paper, this White Sox team is crazy good Very deep rotation that can give Like length yeah. beyond as well as, as well as effectiveness And you actually take a look at that bullpen A bunch of like good relievers Really with good Kimbrell and, Hend- and Hendricks Both at the back end there And their lineup's crazy deep too uh, Hedges did the the Division mm. Series preview on Chris Rose Rotation today um, and, he, and he mentioned because uh, he was a catcher for the Indians this year um, yes. So he faced them a lot He brought up Gavin Sheets so yeah. That dude's nasty at the plate Tough to face when they had A bunch of injuries and, and whatever Early in the year He was batting four hole for them Fangraphs has him in their eight hole right now Yeah, He's going to bat eight or nine and, uh, and he's kind of a bonus piece If he's even starting Right, because you have Vaughn's him as the lefty on the bench as well. Andrew Vaughn was a third pick in the draft. Um, Collins hit from the catcher position a little bit. Yeah, he I was supposed to the, DH for them this year. Like th- this team on the bench. Billy Hamilton has a, as their pinch run option. Always angle angle as well as there. Always. Um, I hope. Let's hope we get a good series. I, I think if you're the White Sox, this sounds dumb. Um, you you don't have to win tonight You don't have to win tonight You just you. This sounds really dumb I was just going to say you can't go down 0-2 <laughs> um, And they're two games in Washington 
Or excuse me, it's at Houston. Oh, that actually makes me feel better for them. You just need to split. If you can get the split. You have Lance Lynn and Lucas Giolito. You just have to split. And honestly, I think tonight's their best bet. I love Lance Lynn slinging it tonight. I don't think he's going to let them down. And he's not, you're not going to be phased. It's not shots fired at Lance McKellar's and in any ways. I just think Framber in a playoff game is a nightmare. Because um, he is one of the few starting pitchers in baseball that gets genuinely gets better as the game goes. So if you don't get it early against Framber, like you're kind of done. Um, so yeah, I actually like that for them. You got to split in Houston, become a part of the series, see how your team's playing, and then you take it home. And you got to do what you need to do there. Where if it comes down to a game five, it's in Houston. That matters. I was just mad at the Yankees for not having the deciding game. But you're in the middle of a five-game set. Anything can happen in a game five. Um, There's a rhythm to the series at that point. Yes. The motion of the ocean wearing lotion. Um, National League, Dodgers, Giants, we touched on a little bit. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I think the Dodgers are a goddamn super team. I think we're... I think there's a really good chance we're going to be sitting here doing talking baseball on November like second, saying, "Yeah, the Dodgers are the best team." They added; they were the best team and added Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, mm-hmm. two guys that people genuinely think are going to win the MVP and the Cy Young. They were already like the most talented team, and that's who they added. Um. Hey, I hope the Giants prove me wrong again. They've proved everybody wrong this year. We love Gabe Kapler. Love that team. A lot of veterans, like a lot of experience. Brandon Crawford isn't going to be scared of a big moment. Buster Posey. Uh, Chris Bryant. Evan Longoria. Like This lineup, I think, is going to show up in battle. They put their guys in good situations. Honestly, it's going to be the first real test for these pitchers. I mean, Kevin Gossman has been nasty the last couple years. Um, You know, he's going to be pitching in some big playoff games. Discalfani, Logan Webb. Um, You know, I think Alex Wood has been in some playoff games, but not in the role that he may find himself in this series. Um, So, hey, I I think everyone's kind of going to be rooting Giants, and it's not a shot at the Dodgers. It's just... We like seeing the new thing, the next thing, um, and maybe it's them. I mean, it. when you just read the names, and again, if you put the Giants roster next to the Dodgers roster, you say which team is better, Dodgers. Um, even with, I mean, both sides have injuries, but even with the injuries... I mean, and other notable people out. If you gave San Francisco Scherzer and Trey Turner, the Dodgers could still be the better team. So I don't know, man. It's going to be intense. That's that's one of the sneakier rivalries in baseball. It might not even be sneaky, but maybe it's underrated. If you grew up with the Yankees, Red Sox, uh, like you and I did, sneaks up and you have bigger rivalry. West Coast. West Coast, best coast, baby. Trevor Plouffe will tell you. Uh, so we'll tune in for that. I I really hope. Or, dude, how about how about Giants just prove me wrong? Just steamroll them. 
That'd be nuts. And they've been just winning all year. And, like, (laughs) I guess nobody's fully been able to explain how they do it. Just everyone pitches well and everyone hits well. (laughs) Everyone's pretty pretty much every guy feels like has stepped up. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, big moments. Their team page, I mean, the Giants' team page, first in bullpen ERA, third in pitching ERA. There's your formula. You've got a uh, seventh in hitting, the great coaching staff, fourth in OPS. Like, this Giants team, I guess when you take away the names as a team, they're as scary as it gets. Uh, let's go five. Let's get nuts. Um, Trevor Plouffe just yelled at me. And Milwaukee versus the Braves. A uh, couple teams that we like and are friendly with us. Corbin Burns versus Morton. Woodruff versus Freed. Peralta, Anderson. I mean, these games just feel like they're going to be super close. <laughs> like, I I don't even, I don't know. I don't know if experience is going to matter. I don't know if either team is really going to hit. Because Morton, Burns, Woodruff, Freed, I just don't see those guys having a bad day. Don't see him being bad. Like, overall, complete package, yeah, you'd take that Brewers rotation. But any given day, those guys can easily yeah. match them. Um, my my thing I keep saying that doesn't actually – man, the Brewers are deep. I wonder if that becomes really important. Um, you know, their lineup may not super impress you. Wong, Adamas, Yelich, Garcia, Narvaez, Escobar, Telez, and Kane is how they have it listed on fan graphs. But they've got a whole nother group of guys that could be starting. Yeah. I mean, if Vogelbach They're just as comfortable with them. If Vogelbach was starting at first base, you know, it, it's Vogie. He is what he is. Urias um, had a really nice year. He's twenty four year old OPS around like eight hundred. Plays second, third. Played a little short. Jace Peterson. I highlighted him a couple times this year. I mean, he's Jace Peterson, but he had a nice year. Jackie Bradley Jr. That guy's played in a lot of big games, like. I know he's uh, his hit hitting. I I've been tougher than a lot of people, but if he has a big at bat, I'm not too worried about him. I think he's going to put an at bat together, and he's going to catch any ball near him if he's in the outfield. Tyrone Taylor was like a stud for the Brewers for a couple weeks this year. He got hurt, um, and that's before you get to the pitching of Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, Hauser, Hader, Ashby. Everyone's really excited about. Um, Brad Boxberger, I bet. Um, yeah. like if I look at Atlanta, am I impressed by their depth like that? Like, there's a chance. Are NL teams just always deeper? I mean, they need more guys they're comfortable going to, but the answer is no. But... Um, Jock Peterson, they're gonna have the Braves are gonna have one outfielder on the bench that they like, or. That you like in a playoff game, whether that's Jack Peterson, Rosario, Duvall. That that if this is your first time watching the Braves this year. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's Guillermo Heredia, Arcia, Adrianza. I know, you know, those guys do some different things. Oh, Orlando Arcia, former Brewers, great. Wow, that's a fun storyline that exists but may not matter. Uh, Morton Freed, Anderson, Yanoa. Will Smith, I wonder if they make you know a little bit of a swing man. They can. Be their overall pitching staff can get pretty gross. It'd be interesting. 
And then, hey, they've got a lot of guys with playoff experience now. Will Smith, Luke Jackson, Matzik, Minter, Martin. These guys have all pitched in big playoff games recently. Um, they traded for Rodriguez at the deadline. This should be a good series. I wonder, hey, Jakey, just talking out loud to you guys, the one thing that looks like it could be a difference maker is depth, which just does find a way to rear its head um, in a playoff series. Uh, especially NL when you're subbing for pitchers and that kind of thing. Um, I guess af- after seeing that, I'd lean Brewers, but... Dude, also this Braves lineup. I don't know, man. Baseball. I think this is going to be the best series. How about that? If I had to bet on best series, I just think this is going to be a roller coaster, probably back and forth game. It's late. Braves lineup's good. Solaire, who's been really good for them, so you have to treat him that way. Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley had a monster year. Adam Duvall, good. Rosario, good. Darno, permanently scared of him being Yankee fans. Dansby, like, okay. Okay, the playoffs are set. Uh, we'll have the first set of games this weekend. We'll be streaming a lot of them. I think Saturday is our day we're taking off, uh, but we should be around for games. And even then, still an episode in the morning. Still an episode in the morning. They're going to hang me in the morning. Um, so, yeah, get get ready for that. We got Talking Baseball coming up in a minute. <laughs> Excuse me. Baseball today coming up in 10 minutes. Trevor Plouffe poked his head in and yelled at us. Um, loser. Something about shut up. Yeah. Uh-oh. I heard a chair fall out there. And me and BBD thought that Trevor Plouffe was going to fight us for a second. Um, what do we... That's baseball. Like I told you guys, so much stuff. Chris Rose is doing bonus stuff like BBD mentioned. Uh, if you guys need baseball stuff, we got it. Um, we got it. Let's do a little foosball. Uh, Monday night, the Raiders played the... I'm liking right now. Was it Raiders... Chargers? I think the Chargers rolled them. Let's double-check that just to catch up the people. Uh, yeah, Chargers 28, Raiders 14. Um, mm. Both teams 3-1 and one now. It's in L.A. Raiders have gotten a lot of important slots, huh? Yeah. How about that? I guess that kind of uh, always happens. There's just a lot of Raider fans. Yeah, I wonder if they do pretty well ratings-wise. That's a care-don't-care care kind of thing. Yeah. Well, just my whole life, they've... They have like two good teams, but I can see that there just are a lot of Raiders. There fans are a there. lot of Raiders. They moved fans. around a lot. So I think the Raiders used to identify with something else in our society. Like if you're tough, you're a Raiders fan. Yeah, maybe you still are. Maybe this is, this shows how maybe maybe how how much football history I don't know. But is it maybe kind of like. 90s is like Yankees and Braves were a lot of the teams on, and so that's why there's a lot of them elsewhere. Even if you didn't grow up there, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the a perfect Raiders cross sport comparison is because the Cowboys Steelers get a lot because of that. The Raiders also that yeah, it's when like, they were good, right? It's like John Madden. It's like literally skull and crossbones. 
They were. I think they were when football Martin was like, you wanted to break a guy's back. Like that was the rate. Al Davis, what he stood for. Um, this week of NFL football. Hey, if you're not a baseball person, which would be weird if you're tuning into this. I'll be honest. But not weird. Not weird. Um, Rams Seahawks tonight in Seattle. Trev's Rams. Trev's Rams versus Trev Seahawks. His new best friend Matt Stafford on the Rams trying to come off of their first loss to Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Uh, and that's kind of funny, facing Kyler and Russ back-to-back. I wonder if, I mean, Kyler has a lot more speed in running than Russ does at this point, but prepping for two short quarterbacks. wonder if there's anything football-y there that I don't really know about. Um, could ask Bobby. Not going to ask Bobby. Um, should be a good football game. Um, again, Rams are favorited in Seattle. That part, I know Seattle's not the team... That, you know, some of my football takes sound like they're two and a half years old. It's, it's Russ in Seattle in Seattle. Thursday night, short week. I know that matters in football land. Um, I would I would go Hawks plus two and a half if you're looking to get in on that one. Because they can win that game. Um, let's see the Sunday slate. What looks good? Oh, BBD. We're going to London. Jets, Falcons, one and three versus one and three. My God. Zach Wilson, after his first win, he has to fly to London. 9.30 a.m. our time game. It's a little ridiculous. It's always kind of fun. I might even have more fun with it now because is Travel Europe open? Whatever. Um, Being in Denver, this game was a little too early. This game would be Sunday at 7.30. Maybe you're up by the fourth quarter of that. Yeah, like you catch... It's kind of a... You're still going out on Saturdays. If you haven't forgotten... Like if you... Yeah, if it's just not in your head... And to set an alarm early just for a football game, that stuff. Like in Denver, it would have to be like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, oh, that football game's tomorrow. I shouldn't... Wake up, have coffee at the TV. Like, that's normally not my Sunday move. Just wake yeah. up. Tough if uh, have if a bite. neither of them are your team. Yeah. And if and given the, the the teams they are, the Jets and Falcons. Yeah, I think I, I don't think I've even said Falcons yet. Uh, but yeah, they'll Matty Rice, Matty Rice, Matty Ryan, Matty Ice be over there. Falcons are a three point favorite. Um, I'll tell you what. Hey, I know we probably got some Jets fans in here. I'm going to root for you. If Zach Wilson can win back-to-back games, and I'm sure both these teams probably have their bye week the week after this because you're coming back from London. I think that's how the NFL sets it up. Um, that would be really that would be really huge for Zach Wilson to have back-to-back wins going to a bye week. Um, both these teams stink. Uh, so if you're up in time for that, watch it with a little coffee. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, Packers Bengals. There's a sneaky game for you. Three and one, three and one. Rogers Burrow, couple Coxmen in their own way. That could be fun. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. I, when's the last time you could say that about like a Bengals game? Bengals offense is like fully clicked this year. Yeah, good. People people are loving what Joe Burrow's doing, and 
and he just destroyed his knee a year ago. We're probably not. We're not seeing anywhere near what the what the full ability is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Burrow, and he's like a Cincinnati, Ohio guy. I mean, I yeah. I'd root for that be man. Special. There. That's that's like a per. That's that like changes cities, man. If Joe Burrow is a really good NFL quarterback for the next decade. Which the sample so far is pretty nice. And he's one of the guys, he's a guy that would be happy playing in Cincinnati. Like, boil that and breed off of it. That's weird. Doesn't make sense even. Boil it and breed off of it? It's not a phrase. It's not something you tell anybody. It's not something you tell anyone. Uh, Lions, Vikings, don't watch Oh my god, Minnesota's a nine and a half point favorite They're one and three, the Lions are 0 and four And that line honestly probably makes sense God, I just, I want Lions and my guy Dan Campbell to get a win But (laughs) the other team gets to play the Lions every week The other team's juiced up to to try to get a win It's a team they should beat, so Here's a fun one for me. My Broncos, who are three and one, they got their first L last week. Uh, they are playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a one-point favorite. The over/under is thirty-nine and a half. Uh, is Bridgewater out? I was going to ask you, Teddy that. Bridgewater. Steelers. Let's see what comes up. Good Google search. Broncos. Denver gets Teddy Bridgewater. Update. Might return Thursday from concussion protocol. Uh, one hour ago, Teddy Bridgewater, Melvin Gordon, missed practice. We'll see. I'm seeing might return. That obviously, if he can play, that changes a lot. If he can't, um, man, Steelers really need a win. This is scary. As a as a Broncos fan, that's a scary game. I mean, in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is one and three. Yeah, I, I don't love that for my horses, especially if Teddy's not out there. Even if he is, I, I think that might be tough. Um, Bucks, Dolphins, nope. No, thank you. You know how that ends. Line is 10. I mean, it's Brady coming off in New England, but he kind of didn't play good. Yeah, he wasn't specifically good. Like, you could do a whole trap game conversation, but... I think he's extra motivated to personally perform, so... Yeah, and not, and I don't, that's not a guy that needs extra motivation. Jason in the chat, wait, a Yankee Bronco fan must have been born around 90, 1990 and picked the good teams for the Broncos. Yes, yes, uh, I was born into Yankee fandom. Uh, I picked my football team and I picked the Broncos because I really like Terrell Davis. Uh, so that part is true, uh, but again, that's where I kind of enjoy being a Knicks fan sometime. It's a nice back pocket to have a little bit. What do you think about this? Um, and growing up, Giants were good for me, so. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Saints-Washington. This is an interesting one. Probably not to necessarily watch as a football game, but for these two teams' season trajectory. If the Washington football team, you know, if they can go to 3-2, and two, in the NFC East, you're always alive. We know that. We've had that conversation every week. Famous Jameis, you know, the Saints season, they were one and two, I think. Or, excuse I me. Mean, they, they were two they and lost one. Last week. 
They lost to the Giants. What was what was their bad loss? Did they lose to New England? They lost to the Panthers. They got blown out by the Panthers, twenty six to seven. So they were one and one. Then they beat the Patriots, um, which is looking a little more impressive at New England, twenty eight to thirteen, after yeah. they gave Tom Brady and the Bucks a game. Um, so yeah, this uh, like whatever team wins this game feels like they're going to be a serious playoff threat. Whatever team loses this game would have to do it. Just it makes their season incrementally harder. That feels like the most significant so far. Like I haven't seen any other season that gets derailed. Like if the Bengals drop to three and two against the Packers, I think they've expected that. Yeah. Um, both like they can it can get derailed, and I think both teams that they would view this win as a potential propeller. Moving forward, which yeah. what she said, but um, Panthers Eagles in Carolina. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Carolina has been the better team, three and one versus one and three. Eagles, if you don't want your season to get away from you, you kind of can't do one and four. But man, I Panthers at home. That's a good defense, and Hurts is Hurts. Like you know, I know a lot of. A lot of people are being tough with him. I, I think he makes some good plays. I think he makes some bleh plays. Um, interesting. Panthers could go to four and one. Yeah, they just got Gilmore. Yeah, I saw that. That's football. All these leagues have some weird rules. I think there's been a lot of there's been way more early season trades this year. I mean, for the most part, Gilmore, the exception. It's guys you don't like really think about. So maybe I there just was for, maybe Gilmore. I just get him out of my head. But who were the? There was another NFL cuts this week because it it was like save. I think this if you cut guys by this week you saved X amount of dollars. So there was Gilmore and there was another guy who was like a a pretty big player. I'm blanking on it. We'll see if the chat has it. Um, there's another defender blanking. Um, what else do we got? Titans Jaguars. Urban Meyer. God. Owen four. In Jacksonville Man I just don't know Titans just lost to the Jets I don't think I want to talk about this Yeah I don't want to talk about it I'd See what happens I would say Titans roll Like I don't see the Jaguars rallying Around Urban Meyer And Dude that sucks for Trevor Lawrence Like what? Jalen Smith from Dallas, the linebacker. That's right. Uh, Evan Phillips, my guy in the chat. Yeah, Titans are just going to roll them over. Urban's last week as a coach. Bang. Patriots, Texans, both one and three. Whoa. New England's a nine-point favorite in Houston? That's not right. I guess Houston still doesn't have a quarterback, but... Mac Jones had, like... A good quarter and a half. Patriots are getting a a lot of benefit of the doubt for a one and three team. Yeah, I mean they gave the Bucks a a close game, and don't get me wrong. If this coaching, if if this was New England minus four and a half, I'd be like, okay, I kind of get it. Texans stink, but yeah, I don't know, man. That's a huge line for a road team that's not like a scary NFL team. That even if they had a good record, we wouldn't be saying like they're supposed to, they're gonna 
win a Super Bowl. Like Chiefs not. at Texans would be like I think fourteen right now. New England, I don't think it's a five point gap. Bears Raiders these start the four o'clock games. Okay, three and one Raiders host the two and two Bears. Eh, not yeah. great watch. Like officially the quarterback there. Yeah, I guess that's fun. Uh, look out for him. Here's a good one that's not a good one. Browns Chargers. Uh, two kind of underachieving teams of the past couple decades that are now in a happy place. Herbert at home hosting Baker and the boys. That could be a good football game, and I don't know. And I think Chris Rose's family is going to that game because they're Browns fans, mm. and it's in L.A. Uh, Chris Rose works Sunday, so he's not going. His family going. hates him. Um, Giants-Cowboys, wow. How about them? Dallas, seven-point touchdown favorite at home. Giants coming off their first win. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting test for them because I'm sure, you know, I don't get to listen to WFAN every day because we do our replica here. Um, them winning last week in New Orleans, not quitting on Joe Judge, that kind of thing. I'm sure that's yeah. going on. Daniel Jones with a huge box score game at the end of the day, 400 yards. I hope the Giants... It would be a big, big win for them after being as close to death as they can be. You take care of the division opponent, yeah. the other teams, and the Eagles and Washington don't have great matchups necessarily. And it would be bringing the— Washington playing a motivated Saints team. The, in, the, in the NFC East right now, the Cowboys are the only threat to run away with it. Yeah, this is this a, week. Uh <laughs> Takes them out of that conversation for now. Yeah. Still can. Um, and Cowboys are just talented. They're they're a really good team. So, uh, But, man, Daniel Jones looked good last week. Saquon looked good last week. As much as we, we, we being me and the Talking Giants guys, sure. shit on Jason Garrett. The last, like, two weeks game plan's been pretty good. Yeah. Last week particularly, they went deep a lot, which is what Jones is supposed to be good at. And yeah. I think... And again, listening to them, check their episodes out. But uh, yes. but like last year, the two cowboy games people said were Garrett's best coordinated Ooh. games. Some extra motivation, all that. So. Wow, love that. Uh, yeah, Giants giving a game, hell win it, because that that brings everyone. <laughs> the Cowboys who are starting to get like, are they a real Super Bowl contender? Love that brings them back into the NFC East slog, and it would bring the Giants into the NFC East slog. Go Giants, go. Throw it deep. That's what I hear all the Giants fans say. It's a very realistic possibility that uh, Giants, Washington, both two and three. Eagles can be two and three if they win. And Cowboys are three and two, and everyone's within a game, and they all stink. And Cowboys better take this game seriously, <clears throat> and they might. Like they could roll. There's no doubt about that. It can. No result of this game is shocking. Yeah. A good way to put it. That's the NFL. Niners at Cardinals. The four and O Cole Tucker's Arizona Cardinals host the 49ers. Niners have just lost a couple. I mean, if Cardinals go five and O, I think like full blown Cardinals mania takes off and good because yeah. Kyler's awesome. I think um, this is, and this is the start of their. They, I think they have a, a pretty brutal like seven or nine game stretch. 
So what uh, I'd love to see their full schedule. So they just beat the out. Rams, so I'd, I'd assume that was a was part of it. Of yeah, they host the Niners, who we'll see. We're going to find out what they are. At Cleveland, it's a tough game. Texans they host the Texans. The so, yeah, there's your, there's your bye week. Packers, Niners, Panthers, Seahawks, Bears, Rams, Lions, I Colts. The, I think through that, Seahawks is supposed to be brutal. Maybe you can throw in through the Rams. So I know it's like a test. They kind of need to go. They need to at least like split that. They're going to get a hungry Niners team. I mean, this Niners team just. They need a win. 2-0 two and two, two on the road. The Niners are this year. So they could become like the road Niners. Maybe that's fun. Um, or the Cardinals go to 5-0. and And they're like the, the woe team this year. And good. Kyler's awesome. Go watch them. The Sunday night game. This is fun. Chiefs Bills. Um, I've been drinking the Bills Kool-Aid. I might have to apologize to some Bills fans. Uh, Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. They uh, seeing if they get it into gear. They beat the Eagles. We talked about this forty-two to thirty. So, you know, you would have liked to see a forty-two to fourteen, and the defense gets a little love. Um, I mean, this is where we'll find out if the Chiefs' defense is like broken. If the Bills beat them and the Chiefs drop to two and three, like they've just been beat a couple times this year. Um, it's in Arrowhead, man. Depending where the baseball's at that night, you're gonna want to watch that game. I think Josh Allen's gonna put on a show. I think he knows people are gonna be watching. Is the weather gonna be good? Damn, I'm ready for a bad weather game. I'm ready for a bad weather game. Monday night, Colts-Ravens. We'll talk about that a little then. Uh, Ravens should roll them out. So, that's the foosball. Um, anything else you need to get off your chest, BBD? No, I mean, this NBA thing that just came out. Have you seen that? What ha- I see 18 former NBA players arrested for defrauding health care plan? Yeah. What's, what is this? 18 NBA players. <laughs> it's quite a list. Our group chat's going. Who's our favorite player in the group? I'm Big Baby Davis. Oh. Tony Roten's in there. Ugh. Antoine Wright, Sebastian Telfair, Tony Allen, probably the best player in there. So this Darius just Miles. Like, no. 18 former NBA players have Jamario been... Moon. <laughs> Jesus. Cavalier savior, Jamario Moon. 18 former NBA players have been charged with defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan out of $4 million. $4 million? Between 18 guys? I mean, what's healthcare fraud? Let's see. That seems like something we just make them pay it back. False claims totaling $3.9 million. Defendants received $2.5 million. The league's major stars weren't charged. So this is $2.5 million between 18 NBA players? I mean, I'm not saying it's good, but that feels like... I'm not saying it's not good behavior. <clears throat> I don't care about it, but it's not good behavior. I don't know. I mean, that's... uh, <coughs> I did not see that coming up. At the end of today's show Yeah I think my next episode Maybe we know more about it Or it's yeah. just dead Or we don't care Yeah I think that's what's gonna happen This feels like a big Twitter story now And then I think everyone's gonna read it Like we did And we're like Well 
So try to they get. They just need to scrounge up four mil between. Try to get a. Just do two Crash More movies and. Couple guys cover. trying to get a hundred k. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good for the, the headline. They got it. Fun names to read. Those were fun names to read. That was the best part of it. Jamario Moon. <laughs> Weird. Weird sport. Uh, Bakers, you guys have been absolutely killing it. We are up to 4.25K subs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, perfect game last episode. Also not a big deal. Uh, no thumbs down. That's just the life we live. Tom Ace, who's always here, forgive me for I have sinned. I missed Tuesday's show, but for good reason, as I just started a new job today. I'll be tuning in live as much as I can, but if I miss, I will always love you. Jake, Jimmy, BBD, Zach, Trev, the chat, the entire jam crew, you guys have gotten me through tough time in my life, through fun, dumb, entertaining, informative content. Thank you for the last gents. Let's keep rocking. Go Yankees. Tom Ace, the best, um, a jam chat legend. Um, let's see. It looks like we got another Tom. Tom Bacon, a Baltimore sports fan. O's get number one pick, and Lamar goes nuts. Happy about both. Being a Baltimore sports fan is weird. He might um, be the same guy that got excited about Mount Castle Day. Couldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Drake Souza wants Jake's Jets in the near future. I think it already happened. <clears throat> I just said I was rooting for them in London. Uh, but I'd rather it be Jake's Raiders. That's tough. That's a lot going on. Um, Davey with some MLB playoff stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll save that for the postseason. we got a long time to talk about different MLB playoff formats. Let's enjoy the one we're in now. Uh, bro, the night. I'll just cop out and go to Chris Taylor. He'll walk off Homer and yeah, pl- do or die cool. playoff game. Usually gets you a good candidate. Yeah, I saw in the way they they butter knifed it. It was like there's there's been four walk off homers ever in do or die playoff games, and I think it was like Mazeroski game seven. Um, because like Joe Carter doesn't count because I think that was a game six. I can find it. Well, you yeah. maybe you give your bro the night PBD. Another kind of a bro bruh situation. Mm. We'll start with the bruh, and it's Garrett Cole. It's already annoying me. He's got the gave the uncles <laughs> free ammunition for like three years. Mm. Even if he like shoves the next two postseasons, they're just gonna always point to this one. It's like, well, you know, you look at the full postseason package is good and the hamstring or whatever. But like, yeah, he was bad, and I'm mad at him for it. But like. Like he is good. Like it's not act like he's not good. Personal catcher yeah. stuff's annoying me, but whatever. Like I'm, I'm feeling it right now. But I'm already like not excited for the next year of Garrett Cole discourse. People saying like he's not a big game pitcher. I mean, he's been good in big games in his career. Let's yeah, but he had some untimely bad ones this year. But he had some good ones in big games this year too. That you got to remember happened. I think he was but hurt, man. I think in the kind of he was really that hurt. That sucks. Look at his last few starts. And he's just, even with those five starts, the complete package stats back it up. Like, he's going to finish second Cy Young. I guess, and dude, this is where everything ties in. And, and baseball, you know, every day doesn't matter. And get your rest and blah, blah, blah. Like, if the Yankees had played er- better earlier this season, A, if they won one more game, 
the wild card game would have been at Yankee Stadium, which that changes things. I guess you, you can point to him. He lost them a couple games. But. Literally and figuratively. If they had won a couple more games earlier in the season, could they have put Garrett Cole on the IL and not have him at pitch on his clearly hurt hamstring a couple times? Remember that first game he covered first after hurting his hamstring yeah. and he like couldn't run really well? And his, his best start in that stretch after he labored through five innings and one run against the Orioles. So, so. yeah, man, uh, it's uh, just dock it. In 10 years, it'll come out that his hamstring wasn't good and that ended up hurting the team. And, you know, I get it. Garrett Cole's a competitor and he gets yeah. paid to get the ball on that day. So if he can throw it, he's going to throw it. And, he's, hurt, and he still said he would. He still said he can pitch. And right. He's got to pitch better than that. But how nice would it have been. Has to pitch better than he did. If the Yankees had a seven game lead in the wild card when Cole got hurt, that they could have 10 day IL'd him. Skipped two starts, come back, got him healthy. two tune ups. And so that's where. He probably would have been out more if they had more time, but. That's where all the little stuff does tie in for baseball, and I, I don't think the people that make decisions understand that. Chris Taylor with the fifth walk off homer in a winner take all postseason game joining. 2016 AL wildcard Edwin Encarnacion, hot. 2003 Aaron Bleep and Boom. Mm. 1976 Chris Chambliss. 1960 right. Bill Mazeroski. So it's good. It's a fun group. Interesting way to chop it up. Interesting way to chop it up a little bit. Yeah. And the other half of my bro, my brother that goes to Nesbit, our guy. Our guy sent me a nice DM this morning about back alley at bats. Uh, which everyone should go check out and make sure you stick around. See complimenting end. your swing. Said so we know we can. Do- I'll read it. Don't. I know he's hyping that swing, BBD. We all know. We all know. BBD, we can man. all see that you have the best load and swing of anyone in Reading. So, go- so all caps. So God did it feel good to see you uncork that last one, even though it was foul. Mm. Uh, they sent the video of it. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, we had a nice chat. Did this uncork morning. on that one. Uh, like whenever, whenever that next game comes, I think it'll be a big one for me. Uh, guys and gals, keep baking the algorithm. You guys are the best. Fail in the chat, my guy, Big Baby Davis, Normal Dog, all of you, Nate Steele. Thank you, guys. We'll probably be seeing you on the live stream later. Like BBD just mentioned, Back Alley Bats. Go watch that today. That's good stuff. Go check out the Bino tournament. That was a lot of fun. That Joe's McFly should have been bro of the night. Uh, speaking of, Pinstripe Strong. Uh, talking Nets, talking Giants. Go G-Men, the compound with the in-hap. Sequence. Trevor Plouffe's here. He recorded yesterday. JJR yesterday with Trevor Plouffe. Chris Rose doing extra episodes. Mansplain Baseball. Hey, y'all, with Ashlyn. Farm to fame, Moylan Winger, Maddie Mass, feel better. Thanks, everyone. Let's go.